When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Uh, it struck me yesterday, I, I once heard um, Kobe Bryant say in an interview that it doesn't guarantee victory, but preparation is what gives you the confidence to get the job done. And it, it struck me yesterday because I thought you guys played with confidence throughout the game beginning to end if they smack you you smack right back especially when 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 daniel came on the field early on the, like the first possession it was like you were already down seven nothing you could tell it was let's go did you feel that in their minds their preparation is what got them there yeah and i think that's what you have to lean on uh, in these type of games is your preparation your practice and then ultimately going out there and executing it uh, in a competitive situation in a high-stakes game, um, you know, and those guys kept a level head. They were composed, thought they were prepared, and ultimately they're the ones that went out there and executed um, throughout the game um, to give ourselves a chance to win both, you know, offense, defensively, and the kicking game. All right, thanks. Thank you. Patty Trina. Good morning, James. How are you? Good, Patty. How are you? I'm good. I meant you the afternoon. Sorry about that. Um, I have two for you, if I may. Can you talk a little bit about uh, the job your assistant coaches have done with guys that have come in, you know, after training camp, mid-year, just getting them up to speed? What is the process that they've been doing to get these guys up to speed to where they've been able to contribute? Yeah, they've spent a lot of time. You know, anytime we bring a new player in, that position coach spends a lot of time with that player to get them up to speed as quickly as we can. You give credit to the players because they're the ones that have to you know come in and learn it and spend extra time at night but uh, very thankful for the guys that I get to work with all the assistants um, you know from the offensive assistant defensive assistant all the way up to the coordinators it's a it's a really good group and you know they help me do my job um, you know they're they're great teammates and very thankful for for everybody on our staff and then uh, just one other question not related there are people that are saying that right now the team is playing its best ball. I'm sure you'll probably disagree with that, but what do you know what the ceiling is for this team at this point and how close are they to, to really, you know, breaking through that? Yeah, I'd say we don't concern ourselves with that. We concern ourselves with our, our preparation and our, our process and our practice habits and doing everything we can do um, as a coaching staff and as players to get ready to play to get ready to play a game, and we're in a short week here. Uh, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. I understand we just played these guys, um, you know, twice here in the last month. We'll play them again here coming up. So um, there's familiarity on both sides, but again, there's there's always a process that you have to go through, and you know, will be a you know 
one less day to do it. So a lot of work that needs to be done. Thank you. You got it. Brian Dunleavy. Hey, Brian, how are you? Good, Ryan, how are you? Good. Uh, you've probably heard the sports cliche that one of the hardest things in sports to do is beat the same team three times. That's what the Eagles will be trying to do. Do you put any, have you ever put any stock in that? What kind of uh, impact do the first two games being, especially that they were within the last month, have on this game? None. I mean, it's how we, how we go about our business this week. Um, again, how we prepare, how we practice, and then, you know, again, ultimately how we play on Sunday or Saturday in this case. Um, every game's a new game. Um, obviously, you have matchups that you've you've won against here over the last you know two times you played them and but you know one week really has nothing to do with the next week or one game has nothing to do with the next game other than you take things from it you learn from it you try to grow from it uh, but it's you know it's going to be how we execute on on saturday um, and how we prepare throughout the week and that's our process it's what it'll always be and that's what it'll be this week What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. And this kind of builds off what Patty was saying, but I think, if I'm not mistaken, both Belton and Plot hadn't played at all on defense until the fourth quarter, and they both made, whether it was Belton with a tackle and I think Plot had a pass breakup, uh, pretty big plays. This kind of goes to what Patty was saying, but just what does that say about guys in their uh, ability to come in cold like that and make big plays because you know the opponent's going to attack a guy like that off the bench. Yeah, no, I think that again they've give the players credit. They've, you know, they've played games throughout the season. They've gotten better, um, and whoever we we bring to the game has to be ready to go. Uh, we have a lot of confidence in, in all of our guys. I mean, those two guys made really critical plays. I'd say Breida made a critical play on third and one when four guys sniffed it out. Galladay made a critical play on a block. Everybody's responsible for, you know, our football team when we play on Saturday or Sunday, all of us. Um, everybody plays a hand in it, whether that's three plays, whether that's 60 plays. Um, you know, we're all accountable to, to one another to do the best we can. Dan Duggan. Hey, Brian. Uh, you played Jared Davis, obviously, over Micah, who had played a lot during the season. Just curious, what went into that decision, and how did you feel uh, Jared performed? I think he did good. He's he's played well the last couple of weeks, and you know we thought that that was the best thing for for our team for this game. Um, you know he's picked up our stuff, and we'll see how it goes this week. And then with uh, with Kafka, I know he's a, a 
Abel decided to turn interviews tomorrow, and I think another request just came in. How are you guys going to handle that this week? You talked about what his uh, plan will be. Yeah, we have. Um, you know, I'm not going to get too dive too deep into it. Uh, he he's not going to do anything. Everything's focused on on Philadelphia. So you know, this is going to be a normal week for for him um, for our offense. Uh, I know where his focus is. Uh, so there won't be any interviews um, leading up to this game. Okay, thanks. You got it. Jordan Renan. Hey, Brian. Hey, Jordan. How are you doing? Good, how are you? Good. Uh, how different do you think your team is from the one that Philadelphia faced the first time? Um, I'd say you try to evolve after every game. Um, you know, I think we've gotten a little bit better each week. So, again, what's going to matter is, is how we play on, on Saturday. Specifically, though, your defense, obviously you're, you're gaining, you know, half your secondary back at the where we came back and uh, Xavier didn't play in that first game. How much more does that allow you to do when those two are in the game? Well, I think all the, with whoever we have in there, we, we do as much as we can do. Um, you know, I think all of our players understand our system and how we want to approach things. We're week to week. Um, so, you know, whether it was Jay Penn or Belton or T. Jeff or whoever it may be is in there. Everybody knows what to do. Uh, it's, all, it's, it's always good to have starters back uh, that have missed some time. And, you know, it's good to have, you know, those two guys back. And anything on Pinnock or uh, Ojolari or either of those long-term where they, you know, you could basically just rule them out and their season's in jeopardy or anything like that? No, no, we'll go, we'll go day-to-day with all those guys. Um, Go day to day. Anyone else? I see you looking at a list there. How do you know what I'm looking at, Jordan? I'm assuming. <laughs> no, no, we're uh, we're in good shape. Um, after a tough game, I think nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. Pat Leonard. Thanks. You got it, bud. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Brian, how you doing? Good, Pat. How are you? Good, thanks. Um, in your in your time here, just this year, how much have you learned about the amount of animosity that exists in this rivalry between the Giants and the Eagles? Well, it's a division game, so I think every division game is important. Um, you know, we had obviously 0-2 against them this year, so uh, we got to do a good job this week uh, of getting ready to play uh, 
you know, the best team in the league, the best team in the NFC. What is, what is the fiercest rivalry or rivalry game that you've ever been a part of and how, how much, what does it add to the actual uh, game experience or the competition of it? Well, I think anytime you play a division game, you, it's, it's, you know, a pretty good rivalry. Um, you know, I, I have, obviously this is a, a pretty big one here, being so close to one another. Um, they have a tremendous fan base, uh, tremendous team and it'll certainly be a big challenge for us. What's the fiercest rivalry you've ever been a part of? Um, I don't know, I've been part of, I mean, a lot of them, you know. There's, you know, anytime you're in a, whatever division you're in, um, I would say that, you know, those teams that you're, you're playing are, are huge rivalry games. Um, and obviously this, this division is a, you know, unbelievable division with a lot of history and uh, certainly huge, huge, uh, you know, competition uh, between these teams. Um, you know, college too. You know, I've been in college where there's some pretty big rivalries. So, um, you know, but this one, this one is, is near the top here. Thanks. Yep. We'll take three more. Tom Canavan. Hey, Brian. Hey, how Tom. You doing? Good, how are you? Good. Uh, you've done this all season, but so I assume the short week is a short week, and that's it. That's it. Um, the other question I had is, when you looked at uh, how Adore played, did you see what you wanted to see, or, and how much was he a part of the fact that Jefferson had whatever it was, forty yards after the opening series? Yeah, no, it was good to have him back. I thought uh, he played a good game. And, you know, again, when you, you're playing a, a opponent and a player of his caliber, it's, you know, it takes everybody, um, pass rush, coverage, but uh, it was good, definitely good to have him out there. Ralph Bacchiano. I don't quite know how to follow that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, James, uh, you know, one of the, uh, the biggest challenges, I think, of the Eagles is their pass rush, um, 70 sacks, I think they've got this season. Knowing that, wondering if you could uh, talk a little bit about how you feel Andrew Thomas has played this season and what it does for your game planning, knowing that you have a left tackle who is playing at what I assume you'll agree is a pretty high level right now. Yeah, no, he's he's obviously been one of our best players. Uh, smart, tough, dependable, um, very good leader for us. Um, and he's had a lot of, of tough matchups. Um, but again, that the the team we're about to play with all their sacks and their production and the players they have up front. Um, it's, it's a challenge. It was a challenge. The first time we played them, it was a challenge. The second time we played them. And, uh, you know, that's certainly something that, you know, we're going to have to do a good job with. Thank you. You got it. Paul Schwartz. Hey, Brian. Hey, Paul. Hey. Um, um, you, you, you unveiled, I don't think you've used the behind the back handoff from Daniel this season before. Um, um, is that something that's fun? Um, it's obviously something that's used to, you know, to get a result there. And, and, you know, is that like the evolution of the offense and Daniel that you can do stuff like that? Um, no, I just thought, you know, it's something that we have run in the past. Um, you know, I ran it when I was at Miami. Cleveland, uh, Buffalo against Denver, where we scored and got called back on a holding penalty. 
Um, just gave it a different look. Um, thought it was something that we could use and, you know, maybe steal a few yards, possibly, uh, you know, more than that. So, you know, that's all we try to do um, each week is try to put plays in that we think are going to, you know, be effective for us. Um, is that something that you, you have to trust the quarterback, obviously? You know, that's a ball handling thing. I mean, it's not the riskiest thing, but he's got to fake it this way. You know, I mean, yeah. behind the back pass of basketball, you get put on the bench sometimes when you make that, right? Yeah, no, I mean, it's something that we practiced. Um, and again, if, you know, Daniel's a pretty good athlete and, um, you know, has a pretty good feel for, you know, a lot of different things in terms of ball handling. So something we've been, you know, we put in, thought would give us a, give us a chance. I mean, didn't gain a whole bunch from it, but, uh, you know, those are things that each week you try to look at and see if you can steal something, uh, you know, whether that's on third down, you know, back down, wherever it may be. Um, you know, that's why we put it in. You got a folder full of them that waiting, waiting to pounce at the right time? Well, I think there's a lot of conversations each week, you know, and, you know, Mike comes from a place where, you know, they did that a bunch at, at Kansas City. Um, so, and then all the other assistants have certain things, but it's got to be the right play and, um, you know, you have to put it in for a reason, and obviously that reason is you think it's going to work. Thank you. You got it. Last one here, Jen Williams. Hey, Brian, um, quick question for you. So sure. obviously you were the underdog heading into Minnesota, and now this run is starting to draw some comparisons to the 2007 run, which, for lack of better words, is, was a little bit of an improbable one. Has anyone said that to you? Have you gleamed anything from that? And and if not, maybe the question is, um, how do you guys embrace the underdog role? Because now you'll be the underdog, seen as the underdog in both of these matchups. Uh, I think we I think we just focus on what we can control, Jen, is you know, having our good week. Um, you know, that's what we need to do. It's we're process oriented, um, and that's really what we focus on. Uh, in terms of, you know, what happened 16 years ago, um, no, no, yeah. yeah. What about that kind of just identity, like playing with a chip on your shoulder? Yeah. How would you? What would you say your your team's identity is? Uh, we try to be smart, tough, and dependable, and focus on the things we can control. Um, come in with a positive attitude. Uh, and try to be as resilient as we can. Know there's, you know, going to be go through some tough times, whether that's during a season, uh, during a game. It's not always going to be perfect. Um, you know, we're at where we're at. Uh, you know, Philadelphia's earned that right to to have a bye and be the number one seed. And you know, we'll just you know do everything we can to be ready to go um, on Saturday. Getting ready to take on spring. Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.